0: Thank you for joining us on Love That Voiceover, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone. Brought to you by the talented voiceover artist, Rebecca Michaels-Haw. So I'm talking to Kay Bess, the astounding and phenomenal Kay Bess, (laughs) and you can find out about her at her website, KayBess.com, or on Twitter, at KayBess, K-A-Y-B-E-S-S. Welcome back, Kay.
1: Hello. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)
0: Um, We've been talking about the industry and the aspects of the industry and things that have changed. Um, We did mention a little bit about how voice acting became part of your life. It was that Santa Barbara moment. Let's talk about how you've had to run a business, you know, one of the things that people struggle with a lot and that our listeners uh, ask questions about a lot is, um, you know, kind of the less artistic side, let's say, um, mm-hmm. and the business side, which can be artistic in the marketing sense, and the promotional sense. But how has it been for you, having gone through these phenomenal changes in terms of the industry itself, to keeping your business running well and living through these changes? Because that's actually pretty yeah. pretty decent.
1: Well, again, when I started, it was a little bit by happenstance um, in that I had left college early. And looking back on it, it was like the third day of my junior year at USC. And I just had this sort of overwhelming sense that i had to just get off campus and away from these people <laughs> and it was so because it was it was sort of a, a conservatory approach and so it was the same same 20 some people that i was in class with all this time and but it was sort of like ah, i had to get out of here and so, so you were feeling trapped i was i <laughs> <Claustrophobic>. was and <laughs> so, to, totally and uh and i left i never went back right wow. and and it, in retrospect i was having a panic attack and i and i think had i known that i would have been like i, I could have more reoriented myself to going back to school, but I, but I didn't. I didn't know that and I didn't reorient. And, and it was one of those things that was likely providential in the sense that yeah. I. Then a few weeks later, picked up a Dramalog magazine and saw a workshop, a voiceover, work, one day voiceover workshop. And I, I went to it. There was a casting director. She recorded us on reel to reel. And then she took, the, she took the tape home. And she called me on Monday and said, I think you'd be good at this. You should take a class. And that was my intro to Tom Pinto. So I took a class with Tom. And after one class, he said, you should make a demo. I made a demo. I sent it out to three agencies. I got an agent. And in a month, I had my first job. Awesome, and, and and it was like this trajectory. So so out of something that was so perplexing to me on an emotional level, sort of came my career. Yeah, you know. And but but um, but that I, happens. And I just, that happens. Yeah, yeah. And I I say that as background because when I started, there was again this paradigm of what you need is your SAG card and an agent, and if you don't have those two things, you can't work. Right. Right. And so there was that sense, that old school sense of your agent is responsible for your career. Right, Your agent gets you work. And, and I, and I did have that experience that turned out for me to be true, that, that with, with an agent, with, um, with my union, that I got work and that is the only avenue through which I got work. And, um, and so I didn't feel like I was in control of my business. Okay. I felt like I was just the actor uh, sort of following um, steps. Fa- yeah. Just kind of following the lead of the people who knew better than I did and who, you know, who were, you know, I was just, I was just the actor, right. you know, I wasn't the director of my life. I right. was just the actor in it. Right. And right. um, and so that just, to, that was a slow that was a slow shift, you know, to where I am now to, and all of that paradigm shifting that you mentioned about the internet and blah, 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 and more people and, you know, and, you know, voice bank and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, which has brought, brought me here to this place of like, well, how, how, how do you manage your career, young lady? You know, how are you? (laughs) How are you gonna continue this when your the, own mom the,
0: inside you is yeah, talking to you, exactly
1: <laughs> the mother of ourselves <laughs> exactly um how are you gonna how are you gonna manage in this new paradigm right yeah. and so so again i'm it isn't that I'm at the beginning of that, it's just that I'm finding my my sea legs right, and yeah. the realization that I am actually at the helm of this ship and I am awesome. the one responsible for the work that I get for the relationship that I have with my agents and in dealing with my agents and working with my agents realizing that we work together you know that they that we require each other and that we require each other's input into what the goals are and what the possibilities are and the path that we will travel together and um again that's like been a a kind of a a fairly recent aha for me um uh so how i do that i don't know i i look around and i watch other people and i see what they do and i think huh could i do that could i incorporate that what do i need to do at the core at the core of it though is uh is a willingness to learn is a is a a willingness to step out and say, you know what, I like that area of voiceover. I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to take a class. And it doesn't matter. I, I, you know, I've been in this a long time. I, I it does that does not exclude me from the need to to continue to learn and right. and, and, um, That's true. and to. To seek out the expertise of, of others, awesome. even though even
0: if those others are my peers. Right, right, right. right. Because um, we have different la- areas of expertise. I mean, right. you know, everybody kind of knows Pat Fraley in a way I'm sure who's listening. If you don't, you're, you're <laughs> in a minority, I think, because yeah. in this case, Pat has done a really good job of embracing from what from what I can see the, the new paradigm and reaching out to people and. Um, creating uh, fans, you know, and students um, online. So yes. that's definitely how I how I came into contact with him myself. So um, everything well, is really cool what you're saying, because what you're expressing okay. is something I think a lot of people who shift careers and get into voiceover need to hear in a way, too. There are a lot oh. of people who are new to voiceover, just like you're going to be new to gaming. Because they right. came from some other twenty-year career that now right. they're jumping in because somebody told them they had a good voice, or be it because they're more—you know—they're more further down the road than that. They know they have a, a decent voice, etc., and they're moving it forward. And so right. it will be really nice to hear these words because we can always reinvent ourselves. We like, were like Madonna. No. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to rule the world. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. it's important because it's a great example of how even within the industry. We can do this. And it's a great example for people who are entering the industry from other, from radio, you know, from from yeah. a 20-year career doing DJs because there's hardly any DJs anymore. You know, they right. want to know, I want to still do this. What do I do? Voice over, you know. and right. uh, It's all right. helpful. Right. It's all helpful. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right, right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I just wanted to give you some background info. This is my VO passion project. It's my way to give back to the VO community, which has given me so much. So many fabulous people have helped me, given me advice, mentored me. So I want to take this moment to thank you for listening because I can't even believe it. But as of this point, with two years running, the show has gotten over 75,000 downloads. 75,000 downloads thank you so much I really am thrilled that you're so engaged I'd like to know what you enjoy how you're listening I want to connect on social media and talk about you know whatever so on Twitter you can find the show at love that vo, at love that vo follow me let me know you're a listener I'll follow you back it'd be great to have a conversation about whatever on Facebook, it's two places. There's a page called Love That Voiceover and a Facebook group by the same name. So come hang out with us, tell me what you're thinking, and please do subscribe and rate Love That Voiceover on iTunes and Blog Talk. If you want to receive show summaries per guest with links to each episode based on that one guest, then sign up for the newsletter. It's Love That Voiceovers newsletter. Go to lovethatvoiceover.com and enter your lovely email. It's really obvious how to do it. One last thing. It's voiceover improvisation. You've probably heard about it. You might have fears. You might have joys. You might have complete wild abandon. That's fantastic. Well, back in 2013, I created Love That Improv VO. I was really lonely, and I wanted some VO playmates live to do voiceover improv just like the stage in-person improv stuff. But I adapted it for audio only because nobody out there was doing it and I had to have it. So I made it myself. So come play with me. Come play with us doing voiceover improvisation online. Probably at least 100 VO peeps have tried some aspect of it. People basically just don't know about it yet. Check it out. LoveThatImprovVO.com Or if that's too hard, just voimprov.com and check it out. And follow on Twitter, at voimprov. Thanks. Thanks for indulging me. Back to the show. And we are back. So we were chatting a little bit during the break about pivotal moments and thinking about what things have really been important for Kay and how she has seen things and she wanted to talk about agents and how that is really creating Mm -hmm. um, some good points of reflection. If I've, I'm going to toss it to you. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: Fantastic. Well, I, I think probably for a lot of people, uh, agents are a kind of a a conundrum, if you will, um, in the sense that we think you know, if if you're if you're from a particular area, you've had a relationship with agents and the necessity of having them in order to uh, work in a particular at, at a particular level in in voiceover. And then if you're new to voiceover or sort of in the newer paradigm, the fact that how do you get an agent and with the amount of work that's available out there through other mediums, do you really need an agent to have a career? I think there are people who have kind of proven that you don't need need one. And um and then you have to ask yourself what is it that you're looking for for your career? Because if you're looking to earn a living and you're looking to put food on your table and keep a roof over your head and you find that you ha- you get work on your own, um, you've cultivated a business for yourself without an agent, I say, keep doing that <laughs> because it's really hard to get uh, the ear of an agent in major markets and the competition is so fierce. And even I know fantastically brilliant voice actors who don't work anymore um and so it isn't oh yeah and the 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 talent pool is so vast in the major cities that you know if you're working in topeka kansas and you're and you're earning a living oh my goodness you know good on you and and that's fantastic and and recognize how rare and wonderful that is um but for my own my own experience with agents As it relates to who's in control of my career and Mm -hmm. what's the role of an agent in in your life, um, in your voiceover life. As I said, I came kind of from old school stuff where agents are are pivotal and I still believe that to be true. Um,
0: And there is, is, just to jump in a second, there is that Hollywood stereotype that we learned from the movies, which is more like the on-screen camera actor. But it's that idea of I'm going to show you the way, honey, you know, with the cigar and everything. Yeah.
1: And in a lot of ways they do because they 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 have entree to uh, to clients and stations and TV studios and all that stuff. That's all very true. I mean, they they my goodness. They mm -hmm. have the relationships and
0: the the credibility to open doors for people if they want to put their neck out for those people. Yeah,
1: I think that the question that I hear so often is. I don't know. I don't. How do I talk to my agent? I just I, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I don't want to talk to them about work, but I don't want to waste their time and tell them about my, you know, that kind of thing of how do you my establish? <laughs> yeah, right. How do you establish a, a relationship with your agent so that, you know, you stay on the radar? That's and, a great you know, question, I,
0: because even yeah. I struggle with that because I feel like I'm one in a thousand to them. And I, I just spoke with Jeffrey Umberger, and actually there was a question uh, which was interesting because it's in my boat, too. Sometimes you do a lot of auditions and you don't book, and you think your agent must hate yeah. you, but they keep sending you auditions, and you're not sure what the hell. <laughs> well, and you know,
1: you never know if you're in the top three, right? right? I mean, which is a fantastic, even though, you you know, you may not book it, but if you're in the top three, that your agents know that. Right. And they, so they know that you're a contender, even though you you, you may not be booking, right? They, they comprehend that you're a contender. Right. And and any good agent is going to listen and they and they've got fantastic ears, and they know what they're they know what they're listening for and they know when reads aren't right. And and so they know if you're good
0: and you're turning in good auditions, they're not, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of the voice and the quality of the voice and the end client. You know, liking that versus somebody else, or not liking yeah. it because it reminds them of somebody they hate, and yeah. that's and the as magical as that. fairy dust, and the, that's, yeah, exactly. the, that's part of the magical fairy dust. And Jeffrey it had is, yeah. said, and Jeffrey had said, you know, don't worry about it. Just keep doing. Just keep on yeah. going. Keep you doing. Know?
1: Yeah, yeah. But so, so the 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 big the big pivotal moment for me though was, and I'm just going to lay this out because I love my agents and I love my former agents as well. So. And I hope I'll be able to articulate this. Take
0: your time because we
1: can take all the time <laughs> you need. So I, I left Sutton Barth and uh and I think it was 2010. And I left because I was kind of in a a, a little bit of a slump, right? I I go, oh, where's my work going? And ah, and and of I think as insecure actors, we kind of look and say, oh, I know. I know for myself, my thought wasn't. My agents aren't working for me. My thought was, my agents don't like me. <laughs>
0: mm. I'm <laughs> so, sure we all think so, that to a degree. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: so it all turned around to me. I'm responsible. Oh my god, I'm not good enough. Blah blah blah. Right. And so there's a. I think. And th- I think this happens often. Um, and so there was a sense in which you got, you have a little bit of panic, and you go, How can I save my career? How can I resurrect? How can I? And I didn't at the time have the capacity I, I don't know how what how else to call it but the, like the emotional fortitude the the capacity to to go in and talk to my agents about the future about what they saw in me about how we could put our heads together and keep this train moving because right because you
0: have because you you are a commodity to them i mean you were booking you'd been bu- with them for a long time yeah, i yeah, assume yeah, so yeah yeah I so there, there was a really strong yeah. just to give the perspective of the agent you know they're earning off of what you're earning they're earning 10 right. if of your union so they're right. getting a piece of the action so they want to have more action you know
1: <laughs> Abs- yeah they right. want you to work right. yeah absolutely right so um so I, you know, my atlas, my my agency now is Atlas Talent uh, in Los Angeles. They all they they actually uh, they started in New York. They're still a very strong strong presence in New York, and they've
0: moved to uh, they to Los in, Angeles. In Los, they've been there for a little while now, right in Los Angeles. Oh, just like four or five years. Yeah. Not long. Okay. Not long, not long. in super, in super LA's terms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. So, I saw
0: that on your website,
1: and they're fantastic agents, and they are. I mean, they're great people, they're tenacious in the, in the best sense in that they are hungry, and they are relationship oriented, and they are, they're great people, I, they, I think they have a lot of confidence in me, I have a lot of confidence in them. And the revelation that I had, and this is why it's so hard, because I think we, we tend to, if you move from one agency to another, you have this tendency to sort of think you have to put your other agents, your former agents in a sort of like in a bad light or in a like, oh, they weren't really, you know, and I, I, this was my epiphany, right? This, my epiphany was, oh, I'm the common denominator here, and there are fantastic things at SBV for me, right? And I missed it in that sense uh, because of my own insecurity. And I happened to move to an agency where, again, fantastic things are there. And I see it now. And I sort of look back with tremendous gratitude to everybody at SPV who I feel like they sort of taught me and they were sweet and they let me go very sweetly. And and it was it was kind of like just this realization that I have had the experience of having these two remarkable agencies, uh, both of whom held gifts for me and were believed in me and all of that. Right. But the piece in the middle of it is the realization that it's my career and that I'm responsible for the relationship that I cultivate with my agents. Did my agents at SBV have the capacity for me to go to them and cultivate? Absolutely, they did. And I missed it, right? And now I'm at Atlas where I had this revelation and I go, okay, I'm going to my, I'm going to go, I'm going to go make this a team. Right. I sort of equate it to like the gratitude that I feel for my (laughs) ex-husband. who taught me a lot but you know it's somebody i'm not with anymore but right. it doesn't mean that there wasn't something really wonderful to learn and grow from and right. if you kind of look back and go oh my god i couldn't see that back then thank you very much for teaching yeah. me you know yeah. so it's uh, it's the it's sort of in that light but um but hindsight is of, 2020 yeah, no kidding right <laughs> so at at the crux of it is is this is this realization that i'm the one in control, and I have to trust my talent, and I have to trust my capacity, and I have to trust that my agents are telling me the truth by virtue of how, how, where they send me out, the kind of auditions that they give me. That is their message to me, which says, we believe in you. Yeah. We trust you. We trust your talent. That's why that's why you're reading on these things. But that's my and big aha moment. And we're talking just moment. to
0: remind you, that's fantastic, <laughs> and thank you so much. I want to reiterate the level that we're talking about. We're not talking about somebody who has only been in the business for a couple of years and or is dealing with an agent on a small time level. She was with one of the biggest agencies in Los Angeles, and she continues to remain with another <laughs> one of the biggest yeah. agencies <laughs> for voiceover because L.A. and New York are they're still top of the line markets for voiceover. Right. And then Chicago would come in third, I think. And I don't know who really comes in first. So, so what, well, I wanted to just reiterate that to the listeners, because what you're talking about is something that happens when, you know, you're a really powerful talent.
1: Mm.
0: We already went through that list of the, the types of work. The names of the brands that you have done voiceover work for. And we can imagine then the experience you have in the studio and the relationship and the trust, because it is a lot about the talent, I mean, excuse me, the agent knowing that they can trust that you're going to make that. Agency proud and that client happy and not only yeah, happy, but yeah. they're gonna love you. So <laughs> yeah. our own insecurities sometimes block us, like you're saying, from taking a step that we think is important and hindsight is always frickin' twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's really it important for us as voice talent to know, just like actors who do this on camera or, or film or whatever you wanna call it, that we really need to be the directors of our career we really need to be the the yeah. captains of our ship
1: yeah and i i think you know to a certain degree it doesn't it doesn't matter what market you're in in the sense of the the necessity to to build relationships and to remember that your agents are people and um, and that if you've got a good one whether it's a regional agent a national agent in a major market a smaller market you know they are the people who are going to walk side walk side by side with you you know in in order to um, to get work you know and work affects every part of your life and so you do end up sharing your life with with your agents Um, and 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 just the Just, I think the realization that your agents are are people too, you know, and they have their strengths and they have their weaknesses and you take, you take it all, right? Yeah. um, There, there ain't no perfect agent, um, just as there's no perfect talent to work with. But um, uh, so I, I think it, I think it applies no matter where you are, that the, that the relationship is key. And I think being authentic about who you are is key and if you find you can't be authentic with whatever agent you're with well then that might not be the agent for you right you know um that's me i'm a relationship oriented person right right Um, there are some great agencies around the country that i couldn't be with just because of the personality of the agency right Uh, and that's just and there are other people who thrive there and that's a great
0: point too because we have to understand what we need just as people to be in business right so uh great awesome fantastic oh my god what a golden nugget uh (laughs) thank you thank you we're gonna take a break until next time thanks for listening to love that voiceover lots of love to you you sexy beautiful adorable person take care